0: Hey guys, welcome back to raw influence on today's podcast we have got a really interesting guest called Ricky Hay has over 25 years experience working with nutrition and botanical medicine really really excited to find out a lot more about what Ricky's been up to especially during isolation and um, you know see exactly what he's going on about with, with uh, the botanicals and the medicine size and uh, look at the uh, cognitive um, side of functions of what we're looking at with uh, the plant-based edition of his uh, the anti-aging food and fitness plan i'm pretty excited to see how this is all going on especially with someone like myself who's into fitness during isolation so welcome to
1: the podcast rick thank you thank you yes indeed we find ourselves in slightly strange times don't we
0: hey yeah i mean it's you know i was was talking to um, another entrepreneur um, previously a guy called stefan orano is a big real estate investment um that works in investments. And he, he, he released a book called, um, I think it was called something like, um, it's called, God, that's really bad that I can't remember it now. It's <laughs> something like Hard Times Create Strong Men, something along those lines. And it was all about how uh, the generation of the, the guys born in you know 1990s, 2000s have had it really easy in life. And um, this is like the first serious struggle that we've, um, you know, that we've ever had to go through and be through. Whereas, you know, the 1940s, 50s and 60s all had the aftermath of the war and that made them like hardy people, so to speak. And then there's, you've got, you know, me and then the generations after getting softer and softer. So it's interesting to see whether or not the the concept comes to fruition of, you know, creating hard men as well going after through this stage.
1: I think it will make us um you know, all value, even myself value what we had and took a lot for granted, um, you know, moving forward. And, and, and hopefully it will bring about some some change from my perspective. Um, you know, I work, a, and as you said, work a lot with um, nutrition. And um, it's nice for me to see people turning towards nutrition for, um, uh, you know, to help support immune function. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, all of our natural medicines are a cure or anything, but what i'm what I'm suggesting is that they really do support that immune function and and help us um uh, you know through some difficult times but I'll be interested to see whether it carries over um and that people sort of look beyond the the benefits of nutrition and herbal medicine and and good food um not only to the immune system but to the whole body, the whole holistic um organism that we are yeah
0: yeah i mean in the uk just talking about that in general i think you know definitely i've seen a lot of people talking about their, their updated kind of isolation list of things they're going to be doing when they're out of isolation And i think it's yeah. given, a, given a lot of time for people to look inwards at what they what they really want in life and i think that's i think that's a very big positive that we can take away from this And a lot of people starting to rethink their their goals their plans and you know the biggest saying that I've always had that um, I would always hear from people as excuses. Oh, I don't have the time for it. But now mm. that saying cannot last at all because if you if you don't have time during isolation where you're not allowed to leave, when will you ever have time? So
1: yeah, yeah. Well, 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 Indeed, and and you know, I read a couple of uh, memes and the stuff and stuff on social media that said you know all we're being asked to do is stay at home essentially. Uh, of, of course, there's a lot. I know there's a lot of financial grief out there for people, but it, to stay at home, you know, is we've we've got it in in one way. It, it, at least our our troubles uh, only require us to 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 stay at home. And um, and I think in that time, um, you know, it's interesting for me because I look at it and, and you. Everybody's making a massive effort for the virus, and I think it's commendable how how people have really. Uh, responded to social isolation and uh, for the most part achieved a lot. But there's one part where I think people make all this effort during social isolation uh, for themselves and the community, but often in regular life, they let their nutritional side slip a lot. Do you know what I mean? And it goes into the, into the two hard baskets. So um, I think it shows that we can do drastic things and for nutrition and sort of holistic health, they often require any little things, not not great big changes that everybody thinks all the time. So I'll be interested to see whether people take out of this uh, uh, you know, uh, a stronger desire and will to sort of change perhaps some of the uh, the health problems that, that that they're facing.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think even more so now I see more people that never would have been going out for a bike ride, going mm. out for a run on their kind of one hour a day fitness instruction. They're allowed to go out and go for a run or, or uh, you know, go for a bike ride or something like that. And I've seen that now, I think escalate so much that I've seen virtually most people that have never seen go for runs or bike rides and stuff now going out there doing it. So I think fitness is now, you know, I think the message that's going out there is, you know, stay fit, stay ready. As in like, you know, be ready in case you do end up catching coronavirus and the best way to do that is to be fit and healthy going into it.
1: And, and, and you know, um, touching on that, uh, I, I've had a lot of uh, people get in touch with me and say, you know, what what can we do? You know, what are the simple things we can do? And I've done quite a bit of research because in my, in my days as well, I've done a lot of lecturing. So I endeavour to make sure what I'm saying has, has uh, you know, some research uh, base to it um, and in my writing as well. But interestingly, what I've found is that, and I think I touched on in the beginning, that it doesn't have to be that hard. And if we, we, t- we take just viruses in general, right? We put the coronavirus to one side, but we take viruses and viral il- illnesses, um, especially respiratory ones, you know, uh, there are a few key vitamins that you can do that are really simple, Really cheap, and and if you then get the virus, the duration and severity may be lessened, and that's what we want, you know, because often in people who are younger, the condition can get worse because they may be lacking in some of these vitamins, and importantly, in the in the in the UK and Northern Hemisphere, just now coming out of winter, vitamin D levels are really low, and you know you probably know yourself that vitamin D is a key uh, immune booster. It's also good for mood, so. It's cheap. It's easy to get. And, you know, I'd like to see governments be handing it out actually as, as part of the, you know, the package. Um, but that's a nice, simple one. The other ones to look at are vitamin A. Be careful if you're pregnant, you don't take too much of that and read the label. But for most of us, it, it's great for respiratory tract infections and mucous membranes, vitamin C as well. And, you know, over the years, whenever I mention vitamin C, if people come to me for a consultation, they, they get a bit bored. They think, I want a, I want a superfood, I want something fabulous, you know, and you're bloody giving me vitamin C, you know, I didn't come here for that. But yeah. vitamin C is, is so good, you know, it's an adrenal tonic as well, so it supports stress, uh, but it also is anti-inflammatory and one of our key immune boosters. So you put together A, uh, D and C, and then you throw in zinc, and you've got some of the, really strong vitamin and minerals to help you fight off infection. Yeah. And then when you look at the botanicals, I won't go on too much about those because they're not as familiar. But if you look at things like uh, andrographis, astragalus, olive leaf extract, they, they provide a whole lot of phytonutrients uh, because we're not taking one thing out. Do you get what I mean? We're just using the whole herb. So I say to people, if you do even just a few things, uh, you can support your immune function by, you know, you know, at times, you know, 10, 20 percent better, and that could be the difference between ending up with something very severe and ending up helping the body to do its own thing.
0: That's, it's an interesting, um, interesting outlook. Well, can you talk a little bit more about the um, the botanicals, just as in what they actually do, like what are they doing to your body?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I could have thrown in there and I probably should have. You've probably heard a lot about um, turmeric over the last few years yep. and um, and another herb ashwagandha and, and of the term adaptogen as well, like the, med, the um, med, uh, medicinal mushrooms like cordyceps. Now that I'm saying them, you know what happens you know, when someone says, I love that car, and then you start seeing the car everywhere. Yeah. Now that I've mentioned it, you, you'll hear them more and more. You've probably seen them anyway.
0: I've heard of cordyceps quite a lot. I haven't heard of yeah. them other others, if
1: I'm It's, a, it's a, nice, um, uh, a, a nice mushroom for overall health, but also has some nice um, uh, antiviral properties as well. But when you look at um, things like uh, turmeric, inside it, you have all of those phytonutrients, the phytochemicals, the antioxidants, blah, blah, blah and one of them is um the the uh, curcumin or the curcuminoids in, oh. inside yeah so when i mention the the herbs like andrographis and uh olive leaf what we're looking for is the active constituent of, within them uh that will that will really you know the term super super food or super botanical that really yeah. get, get things going each of those have their own um, um, phytonutrient that has been well studied in terms of its um, activity in the body. So if you think of one I t- touched, on be- touched on before, uh, the-, the ashwagandha, which has been around for ages for-, for nervous system support, and I should say as well, with a- if your nervous system is shot, your immune system ain't going to be great. So we need to take care of them both. They don't operate singularly, they operate together. But in um, ashwagandha, uh, uh, I think that the correct term is uh, with thanaloids. Uh, now my pronunciation might be a bit wrong there, but uh, uh, it's the end of a long day for me me just now. But, uh, um, well, he says needing more, um, <laughs> more of his own, more of his own cognitive uh, uh, adaptogenic herbs. But uh, within each of those herbs, there's a phytonutrient that will help you and um, will help whatever you know specific condition you're trying to trying to treat. So that's why those botanicals are so important. So
0: i would be interesting
1: to see, mm. hear your opinion on this. So um, I was I was listening
0: to a, a, a podcast quite a while ago with Joe Rogan, and he was talking about mushroom complex six, taking chaga, cordyceps, shiitake, mm. reishi, lion's mane, and maitake, and it's. Yeah. I, I, I take that, I've got, um, it's called Mushroom Complex 6 and I take, yeah. I take it daily. What's your, what's your opinions on that?
1: I think it's great. You know, uh, mu- mushrooms like reishi and shiitake in particular with, with cordyceps and lion's men and are, are actually very well researched and you probably find, do you know what you, d- you don't want to do though um, is take it and expect it to work, you know, the next day. Yeah. You've got to give it a little bit of time. But you, you'll you probably find yourself, if you gave up taking that, right, you may not not feel totally different, but you might find that your energy levels are down uh, 15% uh, or your mood, you're just that little bit more irritable and or you're catching more recurrent colds and flus. I think when people look at the medicinal mushrooms, you don't think of them as a miracle you think they're just going to help you that 10 to 20 percent. but as you know being in business that 10 or 20 percent your productivity can make the world a difference because that may be that you sit down and you finish that job or you you do your exercise at the end of a hard day or you have that that spark you know that creative spark or that entrepreneurial idea and what i fight with a lot of people is they go oh i took it for three days rick and i didn't feel anything it's like well you know, give me a break, you know, we've got to give it a chance. It's like going
0: to the gym and expecting games after three days. Yeah. yeah,
1: but I think you're on a really good thing there. They're really trending well. Um, and I think particularly at this time, they're, they're one of the, you know, your really nice port of calls. The other thing I like about the mushrooms is their food. And when we're using something that's a, a, a food-based medicine, we're getting not only benefits for, you know you know, when we take a vitamin, yeah, it works. It's good. It's often isolated, but it doesn't often come with all of its other wonderful things that came in nature, like, you know, all the vitamin C and the orange, the bioflavonoids, the, the quercetin, the, um, the, you know, all the all the things that make it, you know, uh, uh, stronger. So when you're taking your mushroom blend, I really like that. And for that reason, um, I also love the, the, the super greens, you know, like spirulina and, and wheatgrass and, and barley grass. Now, granted, they don't taste the best. <laughs> but yeah. if you put them in a, in a smoothie, you know, a Nutribullet or a blender, and you blend them with with berries, and you have that every day over time, you know, you, you, you'll you get the benefits of essential fatty acids. And they help, um, you know, with not only hair, skin and nails, but they help with, with brain function. They help with heart health. So if, if you're doing the mushrooms and then you throw in a, a nice smoothie that you turn green but put your berries in so you don't taste the green yeah yeah you, you, you're on a right track there yeah okay
0: so for um for everyone in isolation at the moment what should you know what would you suggest that they be doing to you know keep themselves fit and their immune system high and everything
1: yeah i think firstly if you're not eating food that's colorful and i know that's boring and other bloody nutritionists talking about color but Colourful foods deliver you all those phytonutrients and ingredients I've been talking about, the antioxidants, etc., to give you protection. So if you're looking at your plate and it's beige, right? So you're having a pasty, you're having biscuits, you're having a sandwich with a little bit of cress on it or something. By the way, that doesn't mean that's one of your five a day, that little bit of cress. It has to be 80 grams. Sorry. Sorry to spoil the party. But, um, you know, we 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 need that colourful food. So... Now, you don't have to eat the colourful food that you hate. You can find, you know, there's something in everyone's repertoire that they like, whether it be sweet potato or whether it be, like I said, all of the berries, they're brilliant, Uh, blueberries, raspberries, strawberries. You know, you might watermelon might be your thing. I don't care what it is, beetroot, whatever. Even it might be your spices that you throw in, your turmeric, your chilli, right? They're all going to give you uh, vitamin C in its natural state, which is good, uh, along with a whole lot of other of the phytonutrients. So first of all, I'd say, make sure it's colorful. Second thing I'd say is, you know, go for things that are a little bit comforting right now. Do you know, like where at the end of, um, uh, you know, coming to the end of the winter, even though you wouldn't know it the last week in the UK or this week in the UK but the, the end of the, the winter or into autumn in the Southern hemisphere, it's a nice time for some light soups, do you know? And they're wonderful because if you do light soups, right, And don't worry about a recipe, just throw in the veggie-like, some water, a veggie stock cube, and whatever spices you want, garlic, ginger, turmeric, whatever. As long as you've got those plant-based proteins in there, the lentils, the beans, the chickpeas, whatever ones you want, you're getting yourself a really nice powerhouse of nutrition together with something that's going to manage your weight. So when you put the the beans or the chickpeas or lentils together with the... um, Uh, the water in the soup, it really hits your satiety centre and then you put the veg in there. So soups, stir-fries, all that sort of things, sorry, all those sort of things are really good. I did read, somebody said in a lot of uh, uh, newspapers, I've been doing lots of writing on what to do in isolation, right, and I do disagree with the whole thing of put your feet up, don't worry about it, take it easy every day. No, do that one day. Yeah, one day eat what you want, have your pizza, have your donuts, you know, you do do your thing, right? Your or, yeah, but the rest of the time you don't get a get out jail free card, especially if you're more locked in at home, not getting your exercise. You don't want to come out, you know, four, five, six kilos heavier like Christmas or something. So, you know, go for those um, those soups, the stir fries. Try to use a bit of brown rice. And the other thing I'm going to do, and I know I'm, I'll sound like I'm uh, banging the drum, but please eat more plant-based meals. You don't have to go vegan or vegetarian totally, but your body is designed for more fibre, for more um, grazing of nuts and seeds and fruits than too much meat. I'm not saying you can't have some, but you we, we just have too much. And I think sometimes... Um, Subsidies make it cheaper, so we buy more of it, and etc. But if you are having meat three times a day, you don't need it. Yeah, you really need to look at that and and think, okay, what can I do? Should I have a taco tonight that's bean based? Should I have a curry that's you know dal? I think people make plant based meals too complicated. They think, oh God, I've, I've got to go vegan totally to get the benefits. You don't. There was a really big. Um, uh, study uh, out of Harvard and JAMA, uh, the Journal of Academic Medicine, I think in the US, I think it came out in about 2016. And it was studied on not just 10,000 people, but over 100,000 people, yeah? And the upshot of that was that even a very small increase in plant-based meals or plant-based proteins led to a, a marked decrease in cardiovascular disease um you know um uh, digestive uh disease of the of the colon etc and that was that was percents lower than 10 percent increases in plant-based eating oh. so you know where i'm coming from here people turn their back on it because they go oh no i don't want to do that i don't want to give up all my other stuff but you can make that little change and then what will probably happen is you'll go oh i'm feeling a bit better Maybe I'll do, you know, two, two days a week of my plant-based eating. Um, and so that, that's my biggest advice.
0: I, uh, uh, went wrong. I tried, I tried doing um, plant-based uh, for, I did it for a month. Yes. But I just, I didn't, I honestly, I just didn't feel good on it. And uh, that's, that was the decide. And I think maybe I, I did the transition too quick. Maybe, I don't know, but yeah, just, I did it for a whole month and I, um, if anything, I was, I was gymming five times a week and I just felt very weak in the gym. Um, I couldn't lift as much. And I don't know if it was, I don't know the transition of going through to it. And I was eating, you know, beans, lentils, sprouts, like good, good, good stuff, good quality food. But I don't know. It just, it didn't, it didn't fill me up, but I think, so now I do, you know, like one day a week of just everything I'm eating is veggie. And on my normal day-to-day basis, my my meat is just um, for dinner. That's pretty much what I would do. And so I have two meals, you know, um, uh, what did I have this morning? Um, Like Nutri-grain and um, and yogurt, um, like natural yogurt for breakfast, that kind of thing. And then uh, meat for dinner. But yeah, it's an interesting experience because I tried doing the plant-based, but I really struggled with it, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, and, and that experience is not unusual, um, and, and you, you actually, I think in the beginning when you were recounting that, um, you hit upon something really important. I really like in my clients that they're going to transition to plant-based feeding or do more of it, to do what I call a tune-up. And I'm not a big fan of a detox either without doing a tune-up. Do you, do you know what I mean? And I know it sounds boring, but like that same analogy, don't go running the bloody marathon without getting, um, without doing some training first, generally. Yeah. Uh, so get your body used to it. You know, do uh, a few days less of the of the uh, meat meals, and and also you touched on something else. Uh, my my eating uh, is now is, is plant based, but I I do that. Um, Primarily for my, um, I don't like the poor animal uh, agricultural processes that we have. I think they're very cruel, and I think they're also very, um, eh, what do you call it, Un- not hygienic at the moment. And that's very important right now that we we don't want to have, you know, oh, opportunities for yeah for for viruses to grow in very poor animal agriculture or those wet markets, etc. But but. Just jumping back there, I, th- I think for everyone, when you if you're considering plant-based, um, you know, do it. Uh, I'd encourage you to do it, but do it gently. Find what's right for you because one, one size doesn't fit all and it's the same for everybody. When I used to do my lectures, I used to lecture in um, uh, sustainable management, uh, sorry, sustainable weight management at the College of Anthropathic Medicine in London for many years. And my students all... All very bright, but all very, um, what's the word, uh, sure of their style of eating was right. And in the class, I'd have paleo, I'd have CrossFit, I'd have vegan, I'd have um, uh, keto. Do you get what I mean? I'd have eco keto. And trying to get them all to see that, yes, the philosophy behind them all, if you're going to agree with it, um, you know, you can see the argument for each one, but it may not work for each person. And that's why maybe if you're doing transition a, 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 over to a different diet, you you go with a healthcare practitioner so they can help you through. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing, you you may have been lacking in energy because uh, on a plant-based diet, you probably weren't getting enough B12. And B12 is incredibly difficult on a, on a vegan diet. And I make sure everybody who's on it, including myself, supplements with b12 and that often can be that where you talk about the gym and you're feeling a little less you know energy and all that and the other thing i'd say is have a plant-based protein smoothie like hemp or uh, pea protein or rice to to boost you up if you're going to do do the vegan thing i do recommend
0: because yeah i I know it was just a substantial change it was you know i was probably lifting 60 percent of what i would on a normal day and it just felt so bad and i was like no I'm gonna to stick to it, and I stuck I stuck to it for over a month. But I just yeah, yeah I think maybe I did a transition too fast, I'm kind of like an all or nothing kind mm. of kind of guy. But obviously, in that case, it's probably the worst thing I uh, could have done. I should have moved a lot more smoother. I should, um, I'll definitely have to look at revisiting it after after this podcast and um, keep keep you updated with how how it goes.
1: Yeah, just try a few days. You know, I do a few days a week of it, and um, and then you know what I like to do. Um, is I like to pick and choose little bits from different diets and research and, and mesh them all into one. So some days what I'll do is I, I won't have breakfast and I'll intermittently fast because that's got some good uh, research behind it, yeah. even better than the 5-2, um, so I'll eat later. But having said that, you know, you know when I was talking about my, my students and, and also my colleagues, sometimes it would be quite funny. You'd be at work and someone would be saying, they're intermittently fasting and you meet them at the photocopier or, you know, the, the water cooler or the having the coffee. And some of them look like they're about to fall over because they're so dizzy and they're irritable and moody. So choose your days. Don't do your fast on that day when, <laughs> you know, you, you need your brain really firing. Um,
0: do, you, do you intermittently fast on, on a free I,
1: I do. Yeah, I do it. I do it a couple of days um, a week. I don't do it all the time. And I tell you what, you know, I, as I said, I'd lecture in that, but, you know, I'm not any—I'm not a spring chicken anymore. And as I got older, even though I'm writing about weight management, once my sort of—you know—I—I I passed my forties, heaven forbid—my um, my weight came more around my my tummy here. And i was thinking, gosh, you know, I've, ta- I've lectured in this, I've talked about it, and but I was overworking, and that causes a lot of weight around your midsection. It's that adrenal. The, the cortisol and the cortisone, because it holds, the cortisol holds onto the the tummy fat, so it makes it really hard to lose it if you're working too hard. So you need to relax. But one thing I did to uh, to help it with my editor, I, I work for a lovely um, uh, online magazine called Healthistra, and my editor Anna uh, and I, we did something really simple. We went, okay, well we'll do some intermittent fasting and we'll walk, right? We'll stop. We'll stop really all the. Hell. I was swimming a lot in London and and cycling for. You know, a couple of hours a day and, you know, really, you know, going hard. But then I started to walk. Um, and I was only walking from you know, Marleybone to Tottenham Court Road, uh, you know, station thereabouts. And honestly, I, I was amazed because, you know, how personal experience, I know anecdotes sometimes get a bit boring, but to watch seven or eight kilos come off me really easily was quite amazing you know and i I'd, I'd use my thermogenics my you know all my herbs to sort of speed up my metabolism And then who would have thought a little bit of walking <laughs> at a at a steady pace and and eating later in the day just just did it for me it was it was great so yeah i'm, a, I'm an advocate of that
0: that's amazing so do you have these do you have like these kind of plans to go through and um and, and that's what you do with your students is that?
1: Sorry, sorry, could you repeat that? Do do
0: you create these kind of plans and then... Yeah. ...students and have your... Yeah,
1: I I do. What I tend to do, because I do a lot of uh, work with journalists and I do a lot in in magazines mostly, um, I'm always needing to change stuff and, and, and keep it interesting for myself as well. So luckily I'm paid, you know, part of my job means that I have to research but I'm not afraid to throw out what, <laughs> what I was teaching five years ago. The research says it was wrong. So I used to be more of a fan of 5-2, do you know what I mean? But then when I looked into the research, it wasn't just having two days off. It was more about that fast overnight. So I was eating less for those two days but not getting as good a result. But, and I also think I'll write different plans for, you know, like businessmen than I will for um, maybe a woman who's um, in her 40s with hormonal changes, do you know what I mean? So I think you've got to look at the, I've got to look at the demographic of the magazine, uh, you know, same thing, or a business woman, I should have said, I don't I just mean businessmen, but you know, a business person, um, if, if that's the case. So I'll alter them around. I even did recently, you know, somebody asked me, can you do a, a vegan form of a keto diet? Well, you can. So I wrote one of those. Now, not something I'd probably want to do long-term, but I you know, I know there's a lot of fans of keto out there. I pro- it's not a diet I would do long-term myself. I think, it, I think it has good short-term results, but long-term, I'm not sure whether your body needs to be in ketosis all the time, but that's just my personal you know, opinion. As I said, I might read some research in a year and say something different, but, but yeah, I'm always mixing it up. And, and I think for, for each person... You know like you you experiment with something you see that's right you kind of try it and I think you know with my my books i've got a uh, the original version and then a plant-based version but what I hope people do with the book is they kind of dip in and out you know what I mean they'll go, well I get the idea now now i'll I'll make it mine you know I don't have to follow everything might follow everything for a month, but then you then you put your own spin on it yeah
0: know something I've always been interested in i i said I, I work long hours and um, i still find time to work out um between 30 and 90 minutes most days but um yeah I just i've always struggled with what you're saying around the midsection i'm not yeah. fat, i'm not i'm not um overweight but to try to get defined abs the closest i can get is to like the v tape i can't get yeah, yeah. i just can't i get a flat stomach i just can't get the abs and it's just like i tried doing um the um I tried doing the intermittent fasting and I don't know, I didn't really feel the benefit of it after, you know, a couple of weeks. And I don't know, it just, I think it's probably to, what you're saying it's interesting. I didn't think that working long hours would be something that could be a, a cause for it.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, that's why I always come back to the nervous system and the gut, right? They're the two things in, in natural medicine that I, that I treat most. So even when I've treated fertility, I've often just treated the nervous system, and got the results I wanted. If there wasn't any you know, underlying cause, sometimes stress can just make that more difficult. But for yourself, what I would encourage you to do, and for anyone who's watching, who does have that, you know, maybe that can't shift that stubborn weight from around the middle, is look at some nervous system tonics. And again, they're things like ashwagandha, B vitamins, magnesium, Magnesium is brilliant because it'll give you energy in the morning and help you sleep at night, which is what we want. Herbs like lemon balm are, are tremendous for, um, for stress. Other herbs like skullcap. Luckily with, with you know, search engines now, you can kind of just do a little search engine on, you on nervous, yeah, <laughs> nervous system tonics and, and have a little look and have a little read. But if you, if you focus on the nervous system for a little bit, right, and you put aside all of the dietary stuff, you may well find that the, those pounds just come off. And the other thing that you touched on there, I think, again, that's a valid point, is the body likes change, right? And even in herbal medicine, if I give someone the same herbal tonic for six months, it doesn't work. And there is a philosophy in, in herbal medicine, in, in Western herbal medicine, that you, you rotate herbs. So even for every four days, you change them. So the body sort of thinks, wow, this is something new. So maybe what happened, you know, to you, the intermittent fasting worked for a couple of weeks and then you want to change it. That's why I say to people, yeah, you know, throw that in, do keto for a couple of weeks if you want, but then change it up, mix it up a bit, and then you'll find that, that thing that, that works for you. Um, and, then, and like it did for me, when I dropped those, you know, eight kilos of our, um, they've stayed off. Do you know what I mean? I haven't had to try to make them stay off. They've, they've kind of stayed off now. Um, which is which is nice, but I still I still vary it. Some days I don't do you know much at all, but then at the next day I think okay I'll do intermittent fasting today, and the next day I think well okay I'm going to make sure I'm having all my spices today, and the next day I'll go all right this is going to be a big day for my nervous system I'll do lots of magnesium, and then the next day I might go green do you know what I mean and have all my my tonics. My friends are always laughing at me because I've got this cupboard that looks insane. Of um, you know, it's like a, it's like there needs to be an intervention to keep me away from the cupboard because it's full of. But you know what it's like. You know when you when you study something and you love it, you you buy it. You know, yeah. And um, but I don't use it all at the one time. You know, I, I kind of mix and match. So I I would encourage people to to have a little play around with, see what feels right. And you know what? Intuitively as well, we under we undervalue your gut feeling, you know. We need the gut with the probiotics working well and, you know, if you have probiotics to help with digestive health, digestive enzymes, etc. But that gut feeling you get sometimes, you know, sit on it and think, does this feel, without getting too esoteric, but does this feel right for me? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is this, am I... Are you drawn to it? Do you know what I mean? Uh, is it something that you want? If you're going kicking and screaming into it and stressing yourself out and hating doing it and hating the person who told you to do it, my, my point is yeah. don't do it <laughs> because you're so resistant and you'll be releasing stress hormones. You'll be angry. It's not going to work. You, you, you'll be changing your body's pH. You'll be, you know, you'll be stressing out. It's not, it's not worth it
0: is a strange one so a lot of people at the moment obviously in isolation might be struggling with um you know their mental health and being just stuck inside what kind of tips and um you know advice do you have for that
1: yeah well i I talked about it earlier that 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 magnesium really make it your friend it is it's like the superhero of minerals i absolutely love it for energy production and also for sleep um and because it will also help you to um, just keep your nervous system a little bit a little bit steadier. The other one, again, a bit of a boring one, but B vitamins. They're tremendous. They will help you with cognition. They'll help you with energy. You can do things like iron as well. Iron is very important for the, the immune system and will give you that energy boost because, you know, sometimes sitting at home, you get tired. Of, you so don't think all different. of
0: these together, is that all right?
1: You can, yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, those those three things very easily. Um, and then, you know, like you touched on earlier, some medicinal mushroom, a, a blend that's got those in there. I think they, they take the air off. I'm a big fan of something called red reishi. And red reishi, I, 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 a company sent me some a couple of years ago and just said, you know, try this. Man, I was cycling across Waterloo Bridge, right, in in the cold, you know, those, <laughs> those cold winter mornings when the ice is hitting you and you think... Man, what am I, what am I doing? Yeah. And I was really happy ha- humming a song, you know what I mean? Thinking, this is all right. I said to my friends, I think I've finally gone over the edge. And then I realized, well, I've, I'm taking the red ratio. You know, it gave me some nice nervous system support. Other things to look at are you probably heard of one called St. John's Ward. And St. John's Ward is a wonderful anti anxiety, one of my most researched herbal or botanicals that we have for depression and anxiety. Now, if you're already on medication, you may need to be a little bit careful with it because it might make medication stronger. And if you're going to do that, you talk to your doctor and they might lower your medication for you, but, you know, don't do that on yourself. Um, But St. John's Wort, particularly if not any medication, can give you that nice anti-anxiety lift. Is it called St. John's Wort, sorry? St. John's Wort. So it's a a really... um, as I said, one of our top researched um, herbal or or botanicals that we have very readily available globally and some really good research uh, around it. Um, Other things that you might like, I think I talked about them before, lemon balm is a nice one. If your stress is, you know, just bubbling along but not super out of control, herbal teas are great. You know, you've probably heard of chamomile, you know, um, again, peppermint might help you. Um, Vervain, there's, there's hundreds of them to try. Ginger is, you know, yeah. people think ginger is just for um, more, um, what do you call it, travel sickness or, or morning sickness. But ginger is a, a nervous system carminative. And so what it will do is just, you know, take that edge off a little bit. And that's, that's kind of what we, what we want. Um, another herb I love, and I like this one, uh, uh, I call it like the herbal hug. Uh, which is called skull cap, and it just sort of gives you that little bit of a, you know, that sort of where you can breathe and you can go, I'm going to tick that off my to do list rather than cry at writing my to do list or looking at my to do list and thinking, I was about to swear then, <laughs> but thinking you know that can just that can go away. I'm not going to do it because what what I'm all about is helping people get that five to ten percent that will then help them do their work or help them then do that that fitness. Um, uh, Workout, you know, online, because often all that takes is that five or ten percent, and all those uh, nervous system restoratives will help you. You get there, um, even sounds if you just grab a men or women's multi, that's good enough.
0: Sounds like I'm going to have a cupboard like yours on my list. I've got a vitamin C, vitamin A, D, yeah. zinc, magnesium, lemon balm, skull cap, <laughs> nervous system yeah. tonic, red ration Saint John's. Is it Saint John's warts? Is it? or
1: Yes, that's right. Yeah, you it's probably Saint- don't need them all at once. But you know, you know, go for five of them and then then the other five, so you can rotate around five
0: days on, five days on.
1: Yeah, I've got my um, my mum uh, who's in her uh, uh, early to mid 80s now, yeah, and she was always resistant to my natural medicine stuff because you know it wasn't on her radar, but since the a dreaded virus came along. You know, I was really worried in the beginning um, uh, about her and about my 92-year-old uncle. And so I got uh, both of them, but her in particular. I now have her on 12 different uh, vitamin tablets in the day, right? Mm -hmm. But before you think I've gone completely balmy, there a lot of them are food-based, right? So I've got her on turmeric, yeah? So anti-inflammatory helps her with her arthritis. I've got her on olive leaf. Uh, extract Again, good for her arthritis. All of her uh, swellings on her hand have gone down by taking these. The other things I've got her on are probiotics, so her gut's getting support together with her mind. I've got her on something that's hard to get in the UK, which is melatonin. Uh, not the homeopathic melatonin, but the regular melatonin, because there's some research out there about this particular virus and melatonin, and I don't know how how valid it is, but I thought, I'd, yeah, melatonin you take at night to help you sleep, yeah um so i've got her on that i've got her on digestive enzymes i've got her on two to three thousand milligrams of, of vitamin c i've got her on the vitamin d and k2 together to get vitamin d in, into the bones yeah because uh, ha- sorry to get calcium into the bones you need vitamin d so i don't want to be taking calcium by itself you need the vitamin d together to actually deliver it into the bone um you don't want the calcium free floating around um i've got her on because she's not a, a vegan i've got her on some uh oh well if you're vegan do algal oil uh which is what the fish eat to get the uh, epa dha of the of the fish oil uh so algal oil but she's on some fish oil some krill oil so i've got on all these things and she just takes them throughout the day you know with her little snacks and honestly she's doing so well she's so energetic (laughs) she's we we just moved in uh i moved in with her you know during this period and, and she's now we're in an old terrace house and she's She's cleaning everything. She's, like, gone crazy. She's always (laughs) always been good. But my friends are saying I've created, like, my own personal slave because I get home from work. (laughs) And now she's got my dinner ready. She's got stuff. She's buzzing around. Just to give you an indication of what happened as well, bless her, she planted, this is no lie, uh, together with me, 140 flowers in the back and front garden. But she did it all, like, in two days. So, yeah, if you've got older parents, some of those things, you know, can really really helped <laughs> them, um, during this time yeah <laughs> and you get the benefit of what they do all the work for you as well isn't that
0: i the, say that hearingly is is isn't, isn't the melatonin um I, am i completely going wrong with this i swear isn't that something to do with um it, it was melatonin used i uh, not that i've used it or anything in my life but like, it was like tan injections it was on the news or something i remember
1: is that right well it's anti-aging so the it's got a nice reputation, particularly in the US, for that. As we age, we produce less melatonin. So the key to that is that that was the hypothesis around why with this particular virus now that uh, giving melatonin to people who are older because the young people are not getting it as badly, yeah, the hypothesis is that perhaps the melatonin levels are helping. As I said, I'm not sure whether that's, you know, um, yeah. how far that research has gone. But I thought, well, look, I'll give it to her because it's going to help her sleep. And because your melatonin levels decline as you age. Uh, but, yeah, so it's very popular for anti-wrinkle treatment as well, um, you know, taken internally. So it's one that that people will see a, a, a lot of. Uh, people also say it helps with mood. Uh, it occurs naturally in the body as, as it gets dark. So, you know, if you're doing... Too much uh, screen time late at night. You're probably lowering your melatonin levels, which you don't want to. Which you don't want to do. Um, so try to have a bit of a bit of dark before you go to bed. I know that's hard, but you know. No,
0: no, no. no definitely, it's definitely not what I was on about then. I must have been on about something else. It's a similar name, I think. What, what, what did they do to it?
1: What did they do with
0: it? I don't know if it if it was called melatonin. It was something like melatonin, but. It was something that was all over the news about how these people were injecting themselves with it because it was increasing their, uh, their tanning levels or something like that. It was used in tannies. Oh, no,
1: geez. yes, 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 yes. Um, no, hang on. Maybe, maybe you're on about melanin. Hang on. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. about another, another yeah. ingredient, I think. But similar
0: name. Yeah, I remember reading about it and I was thinking that's, that's a bit strange to do, but then you brought it up and I thought maybe that's it, but it's not that, that much yeah. to maybe it's melanin or something then that was for that case. Okay. So is is it quite straightforward then? So these guys, they could just get this stuff online and um, naturally, it would help them. I mean, obviously we're talking on the podcast and these guys are probably all going to be going, geez, right. I need to, I need to get this long list of stuff to go get it. But what you're saying is, you know, maybe try doing three or four days, taking, you know, three or four of them. And then the next four or five days, you know, try the others and um, just mix. I've never even heard of Red Reishi before. I'm just literally just yeah. talking. It's quite interesting.
1: Yeah, it's really, it's really good. Look, what I'd say is, look, don't be overwhelmed with it, right? Right now, because we're in the middle of this horrible time, I'm suggesting you know, D, C, A and zinc and, and uh, a botanical uh, like olive leaf to help with the immune system. But then when we get through this, you won't necessarily need the, you know, the, the the A and the extra C, so you may then be able to put in you know, some of the others I was talking about depending on what your goal is. but I would say okay let's look at it here, look at your body, do a top to toe little um, uh, you know audit yourself okay do you, do you suffer headaches? Uh, do you sleep well? Are you very stressed? All right, that's magnesium, yeah? So maybe we put that in. And then go down, all right, um, you know, uh, do you have sniffly nose? Uh, you know, do you have problems with recurrent colds, with flus all the time? All right, then we, then then you're a zinc person or you're a, a vitamin A or a vitamin C person. Then go down. Maybe you're the person who has gut problems all the time, gurgly or, you know, constipation, diarrhoea or bloating, you know, all right, let's go probiotics. Let's think then about things like aloe vera juice to sort of calm it down, or you know, maybe some licorice uh, to, to soothe it, not from the shops. I have to I have to let you know. You know, you can't go buy a bag of licorice, you don't it off that easily. Um, then let's go down maybe it's your maybe it's your joints um, that are bothering you. All right, then let's do turmeric for the anti-inflammatory properties, the algal oil if you're vegan or fish oil if you're not. Um Let's then look at the whole body. Maybe it's skin. Is it eczema? Is it psoriasis? Is it, is it all that? All right. If it's all that, you might like to uh, think again about like an all-over uh, multivitamin. So you're making sure you're getting a, a wider range of vitamins and minerals. You might like to look at your um, uh, essential fatty acids again, so the algal oil or the fish oil. And then let's look, okay, are you a complete stress head, right? Is it, is it just you're just... Uh, running too fast you you can't do it maybe you need to look at the nervous system tonics like the ashwagandha the st john's wort the herbs that i liked the magnesium again the beavits and then to touch on okay is it weight management that's for you right okay why don't we then get a plant based protein have a a smoothie in the morning with the plant-based protein throw in some berries have that as breakfast then look at some thermogenic spices into our meals so let's do uh, turmeric, ginger, cane, to get things going, to get circulation uh, boosting. And then maybe you want to go, okay, I really want to do something here. I really want to get in, because you've probably heard of the thing, uh, I don't want to go right off on a tangent towards the end here, but nootropics, you've probably heard of nootropics, which are really big out of Silicon Valley, and they're the ones that are going to get your brain function going. But we don't just want you having stuff full of caffeine, because a lot of the nootropics you buy online they're just caffeine and they're going to rev you up. You know, you're probably taking them yourself sometimes. You know, the gym stuff. And you take it to make, you know, it it gives you yeah, energy. Yeah, like pre-workout, but, that kind of thing. Yeah, so jittery. And then ironically, you're going to gain weight because your nervous system's stuffed. So yeah. um, you want to make sure with the nootropics, you're looking again at um, some natural uh, stimulants. And they can be things like Siberian ginseng, uh, your ginkgo, which is nice for the 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 brain your mush some of your mushrooms again, so there's you see what I mean when you look at the body there's lots of different ways so you can you can do it so no you don't need everything um, but you do need to look at those areas that you know concerning you and luckily now with the internet we we are so blessed yeah, if you just yeah. sort of exactly. type in now you know top five uh, top five um, nutrients or top five superfoods for uh heart health cool and and you just make sure that the website you're looking at now has some references you know it has some stuff on it that's decent that's not just an ad and you sort of have a look there and and see who the expert is and and then you then you'll be right
0: Uh, so that's 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 amazing what's the difference between ratio and red ratio or is there no difference
1: yeah, well, look, look, both of them are both of them great. It's really just a variety of the, of the mushroom, and the red reishi in, in particular seems to have been very well studied out of Japan. So I didn't know much about red reishi either. I just thought reishi was reishi. Um, but out of Japan, there's some good study on it, and the, the company that sent it to me, I loved it. I ended up buying the red reishi for myself. Um, but, yeah, so just a slightly different variety of the, of the, of the mushroom. And what's the, what's the benefits of red reishi? well number one uh i think cognition and mood is a nice one yeah that's
0: probably great Um, for isolation isn't it
1: wonderful yeah and the other one that we love is a bit of energy as well And, and the thing is you know i don't want to give you energy that that's gonna you know one or two coffees a day yeah fine don't worry about that but if you're doing more you might like to look at something more natural but if you get a bit of energy, then generally you'll probably sleep better if you burn it off as well. So I quite like those those herbs that do give you a bit of a bit of a boost.
0: No, definitely. No, it sounds amazing. Okay, Blimey, we're, we're nearly at an hour already. Um, is there any final parts that you'd like to you'd like to throw in um, that you think? No, I just need to know.
1: Yeah, no, I'd just like to say to everyone, I know that I've been rabbiting on as I do, you know, my, imagine my poor students. Some of my lectures are eight hours, can you imagine? Good Lord. Um, I know, I know, seriously. But um, what what I'd just like everyone to do is just to say, you know, think of nutrition now as something that is very well-researched, yeah? It, it's in medical journals, it's really well-researched, The the constituents of it is really good this is something that you can do yourself by some very small changes to, to deliver for you. I think some great uh, results, you know, five years to come. And if you then look fast forward to when you are in your seventies or eighties or nineties, like my uncle, if you follow nutrition, good nutrition and those colorful foods, and you identify when you're in a slump and you, you, you seek help, you will probably have a decade more of productive health than the person who didn't do anything. And the other thing is, and I'm not banging the drum about this, but if you do more plant-based stuff, you know, you're gonna get the benefits. Your body is designed for fiber. Fiber will keep you fuller. Fiber comes from plant-based stuff together with the colorful stuff. It, it, your body loves it. And if you're not going to the toilet every day, then there's a problem there. If you're going four or five times a day, you need to look at your pro because there's a problem there or your nervous system. But if you make those small changes, I think you can, you can get there and don't necessarily do something dramatic. Do your, your um, uh, tune-up first. The other thing that I really would encourage everyone to do, if you can, and, and I think this is very important right now, if you can do anything, any petition that you see that can improve the condition of factory farming or can close down wet markets in every country, I'm not just talking about China, to stop the zoonotic viruses, because we could have something far worse than this. This is bad, but we could have something worse. And we've known since the late 90s where these things come from, what type of filthy or inhumane conditions they need to develop. So I I know it's slightly off, off point, but I think it's really important for all of us because if we don't prevent this doesn't matter what we do with our nutrition some killer virus is going to come along and well thanks very much you know
0: um 100 but that that
1: would be my my takeaway yeah
0: yeah no honestly it's been amazing rick having you on i think um i think everyone that follows and listens anyway is very um pro in that in, in that area about their animal welfare and you know, I'm literally launching a clothing brand that's, um, to try to benefit animal welfare. So it's oh, lovely.
1: Oh, yeah. please let me know about it. Yeah.
0: Yes. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's great, great thing we're doing. It's early stages yet. We haven't launched, but we basically um, plan on using the profits to actually protect endangered animals and, um, you know, Oh, fund, wonderful! fund more ranges and stuff like that for the, um, for, um, the animals that are endangered. So no, it's, um, that's definitely something that we're, that we're very um, pro on and, um, you know, what, what a takeaway there for the audience, everyone. So, um, for, for anyone that wants to find out more information from you or get in touch with you, how do they, uh, how do they reach out to you?
1: Yeah. Um, they can go to uh, two places, mainly, um, healthista, which is the online magazine that I work for is just dot uh, healthista.com. And you'll see a lot of my videos. I've got tons of smoothie videos, Tons of videos on trendy nutrients and, and videos on, um, um, you know, all ingredients for weight loss. There's so much stuff there. Really lovely site. And then the other one, they can just go to, to my website, which is uh, 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 rickay.co.uk, and they'll find out more of my stuff. And, and Or just do a Google. A Google News search of me always works because I've, uh, I've written so much. That's always a good one as well.
0: Yeah, amazing, amazing. Thank you so much, Rick. Um, everyone, that's our uh, latest War Influence podcast. We've got some more exciting guests that will be joining us in the following episodes. So stay tuned.